Hey everyone, it's great to have you back on the Personal Finance with Kaz podcast, where we learn about how to take control of our finances and build our wealth through stocks, real estate, cryptocurrency, and business. On today's episode, we're going to go through three reasons why you should invest in property. So let's get this show on the road. So that was quite new. I got a lot of people requesting that I should put a soundtrack at the beginning of the episode. So here you go. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I just want to start by taking a quick second to just thank all of you for continuing to listen to the podcast series. If you found any of these podcast episodes helpful, please make sure to smash the follow button. And most importantly, share this with one, two, three or more of your friends and family. That way we can all take control of our finances together. Again, before we start, I'm just some random dude doing a podcast who seems to have a lot of time on his hands. Please seek financial advice from a registered financial advisor before making any sort of financial decisions. And as always, don't sue me, bro. Okay, so we're done with the intro now. So three reasons to invest in property, why you should invest in property. Let's first understand what it actually means to invest in property. Right now, you may be living in a home that you rent or that you or your family own. If you're living in a home that you or your family own, it is classed as an owner-occupied home or a principal place of residence because you are living in that home you purchased. An investment property, on the other hand, is different. An investment property is one that is one where you don't actually live in it yourself. So I would say there are two main reasons why one would invest in property. Again, there are many more reasons out there, but I'm just going to go through two important ones. The first one is to supplement your income. As an investor who purchases an investment property, they rent it out to a tenant. The person or family that lives in the house has to pay rent to the investor every single week. So let's say you purchase an investment property. You rent it out to a tenant who is paying $300 a week. This means that you're earning $15,600 every single year from collecting rent. This is what's called the rental income. You will, of course, have a mortgage to pay and other expenses, but this will in large part be paid off by your tenant in 20 to 30 years, after which most of the $15,600 of rent will be profit. And don't forget the rents would have increased significantly over that 20 to 30 year period. So let's assume that the rent went up from $300 a week to $500 a week in 20 years. That is $26,000 of rental income every single year. The goal is a long-term strategy to generate passive income for the rest of your life. The second goal of buying an investment property is to buy properties that need uh, tender care and love or that need to get a remodel done or a renovation. Once purchased and renovated, Investors usually sell that off as soon as possible on back on the market within a short time frame to make profit. And this is what they do continuously and that's how they make a lot of money. And there are many other strategies out there as well, such as purchasing land and developing that land, building houses on that land, reselling it, holding. There's many different strategies out there, but we won't be focusing on any of those today. So now that we have an understanding of what investment properties are and what are some goals of investors when they invest in investment properties, let's now focusing let's now focus on who should actually invest in property. The first type of investor that comes to mind is people who are already invested in other 
assets like stocks, for example. Diversifying by investing in real estate is a great way to balance your risk. The main idea here is that if the stock market were to crash tomorrow, and if you had all your money invested in the stocks, it would mean that you would lose a lot of money, at least over the short term. But if you would have diversified your portfolio, for example, in having investment properties as well, it would help you offset that loss or even help you stay in the green with your overall investment portfolio. The second type of investor that comes to mind is someone who is looking for extra income that will help supplement their income um, when they retire or while they're currently working right now as well. So with rental properties, you can earn an income via the rent the tenant pays. On the other hand, with stocks, you can only realize a profit when you actually sell the stock at a higher price that you paid for it. Some of you might say, but wait, in stocks, you can actually get income through dividends. And yes, you are right. You can earn income through dividends when you invest in stocks. By the way, for those of you who don't know, dividends is the cash paid out to you if the company or companies you invest in are performing well. The only thing to note here is that it would take a massive investment in stocks in order to generate the same income as in, as in an investment property. This is because with investment properties, you can actually leverage your money. This means that you can put down a certain deposit or down payment, usually 20%, and the rest of the 80% you can borrow from the bank to purchase the investment property. Therefore, by using leverage, you can increase the potential returns when the interest you pay on the loan is less than the return on the investment of owning the property. So if the rate of return of the property is 7% and you're only paying 3% of interest to the, to the bank, you're actually pocketing the difference of 4%. We will dive deeper into leverage later in this episode, so stay tuned. The last type of investor is really anyone who would like to invest for the very first time. Whether you've just started earning a full-time salary to anyone who has been working away for the past 5, 10, 15, 20 years, most of you will have the ability to service some sort of investment property. I know that there are a few factors out there, like having a deposit and being able to service the loan. I would highly suggest contacting a mortgage broker. These brokers are generally very helpful with everything to do with understanding how much you can actually borrow to actually helping you get the best deal on your loan. And the best part is that they're completely free of charge. So now that we have that foundational knowledge, let's go through three reasons why you should invest in property. The first reason to invest in property is actually because you can leverage the equity in your property to buy more properties. So basically, the equity in your property is the difference between the home value and the amount you owe to the bank, your mortgage. The difference is the equity value in your home. The bank will allow you to recycle this equity as a down payment or deposit for purchasing another property. Without you physically taking any money out of your pocket or saving up for a down payment yourself. How cool is that? One thing to note here is that you can't actually use all the equity in your home. So you can in most cases take out 80% of the home's value. In some cases you can only take out less than that. It is all dependent on the rules and regulations in your country. Let's run through an example because this can be quite confusing to understand. Let's say for simplicity's sake, you take a property worth $500,000. You paid 20% uh, deposit, which is $100,000. The bank financed the rest 
of the $400,000. Let's say after three years, you paid down some of your mortgage, which now sits from $400,000 to $300,000. So you've paid off $100,000. Given that most banks will lend you no more than 80% of your home's current value, this is how you would calculate the usable equity in your home. The first step would be to calculate how much potential equity you can take out of your home, which is $500,000, which is the home's value, times 0.8, which is $400,000. That's the max amount of money the bank will be able to lend you. Next, we subtract the outstanding loan, which is at $300,000, with a maximum usable equity of $400,000. This now equals $100,000. This $100,000 is your usable equity, which can be used in order to purchase another property. One thing to note here is that banks will check whether you can actually afford to repay the full loan amount before giving you the equity to use to buy another property. And again, if this all sounds confusing, I would highly suggest you to do the calculation yourself right now. Pause the um, episode, do the calculation by hand, and that's how you'll understand it better. So the second reason to invest in property is that it tends to appreciate in value over the long term. Another word for this is capital growth or capital gains. From past history, real estate in New Zealand and Australia tend to double every 10 to 15 years. So if you had invested in a $500,000 property 10 to 15 years ago, it would now probably be worth $1 million or even more. But that, that does not mean that you just go out there and buy an investment property after hearing this. It is important to understand what type of investment properties tend to have better capital gains over another. Not all properties are actually created equal. So please make sure to do your own research. I will be doing an episode talking about things you need to look out for when purchasing an investment property. So please feel free to hit the bell icon and follow button so you are the first to know when that episode drops. Okay, so there are a variety of different factors when purchasing um, an investment property which tend to increase the value of the property, such as location, capital growth, cost of borrowing, and the supply and demand of, demand of housing at that time. Let's take a look at one of those factors to help you understand how um, it can help the property price increase. Let's take cost of borrowing as, as a factor we will expand on. When cost of borrowing is cheaper, which basically means when mortgage interest rates are really low, like they are in today's market, it will make it cheaper to borrow money from the bank. Hence, the bank will tend to lend you more money even if your income hasn't changed. So let's say you purchase a $500,000 property and you borrow $400,000 from the bank. Let's say the interest rate is 5%. This means that you will be paying the bank $20,000 per year in interest. Now let's compare that with today's time where, you, where the interest rate is 3%, for example. With a 3% interest rate, you have only repayments of $12,000 a year. That's an $8,000 difference in repayments. This also means that you can technically borrow more money from the bank as now you can keep more money in your pocket due to the low interest rate. So technically, you could buy a property worth $667,000 and have the same interest repayments as a $500,000 property on a 5% interest rate. This in turn increases the property prices because now everyone is looking to buy property and can borrow more from the bank. So now that we've covered two reasons why you need to invest in property, let's go on to the last reason to invest in property, which is that it is actually a great way for you to fund your retirement and help boost your income in retirement. You will, of course, have your 
uh, KiwiSaver are your super funds available to you, but imagine having income from rental properties as well. This can be the difference between living a basic lifestyle to living a comfortable lifestyle or living a comfortable lifestyle to living a lavish lifestyle. Let's assume you did the bare minimum and you purchased one investment property. Now, let's say after 30 years, you paid off the mortgage on it, primarily using the money that came from the rent to pay it off. That property in your retirement is rented at $500 a week. That adds up to $26,000 per year in rental income after deducting expenses, you're probably left with around $18,000 every single year. That's nearly $350 extra a week that you'll be getting in your retirement. Now, imagine if you had two investment properties, that would be $700 a week extra. You can see where I'm going with this. This episode was to really help you understand the benefits of investing in property. It was also created to help you to start to think about these things, to take the first step here to get educated. And I'm super happy that you are all listening to this right now. And because you're taking the necessary steps to educate yourself, you're placing yourself in a position to succeed. This episode was really a guide to help you build that foundational knowledge in property in this case so that you can empower yourself and those around you to build on this and hopefully one day very soon on one two or more investment properties yourself thanks everyone for listening to today's episode on three reasons why you should invest in property if you enjoyed the content or learned something from today's episode please feel free to hit the follow button and the bell icon so you do not miss another episode. If you have any questions, tips, suggestions, feel free to message me on personalfinancewithcares at gmail.com. I want to leave you guys with a quote by Robert Allen. He says, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. See you all next Monday.